Welcome to Abergavenny Baptist Church. Life, faith, together. So Matthew chapter 26 and verse 30 to 45. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. And he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Could you men not keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went one, away once more and prayed a third time, saying the same thing. They returned to the disciples and he said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour is near. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Today, Anne Wilde was going to be uh, doing the, the, the Bible reading and the, and, and the sermon, but unfortunately, the, uh, she's come down with coronavirus. She's tested pos positive for coronavirus, so do pray for them. Uh, we also had two of our musicians. I don't think they've got coronavirus, but they've come down uh, with some kind of bug or illness. Uh, and so a lot of people are unwell, so unwell at the moment, so do pray for them and, uh, and, yeah, and keep them in your thoughts. Uh, so today I'm going to be doing the sermon. I'm going to be, be doing Anne's sermon. So she's given me her script, so full, full credit must go to, to Anne this morning. Before I start, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you never leave us nor forsake us. You promised to be with us till the very end of the age. And you have given everything for us. And so we can trust you, for you are a faithful God. And we pray as we reflect again this Sunday that you would speak to us afresh, that you would speak to our hearts, 
and minister to us. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. We come today to remember those who sacrificed their lives in the first and second world wars and many other conflicts after that. And we can read their names on the memorial outside. They are names to us now. But behind each name is an individual who we can only imagine how they approach going into the battle, which unknown to them, took their lives. Were they fearful, thinking of their loved ones, afraid of the physical pain they might suffer? Were they confident, feeling that they were going to be victorious in this skirmish? Perhaps looking forward to some action after a long period of inactivity. Did they feel proud to be, some, be part of something bigger than themselves? A chance to do something heroic. Did they feel their comradeship of, of those in their unit perhaps joking and bolstering each other up? Had they come to terms with the possibility of death and prepared for this? The Bible allows us to see a very, a very intimate glimpse into the, the preparations that Jesus made for his own death. Jesus was sorrowful and troubled. The words are much stronger in, in the Greek, and they, they have the suggestion of being anguished of wretchedness. He says his soul is, is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Luke uses the word in anguish. This is, this is Jesus, to whom his disciples had always seemed so authoritative, always so certain of his part. He had always been so strong. He had always had the answer to all their problems. And, and he had faced opposition, uh, largely from the Pharisees, but he always seemed to have just the right thing to say to stop it in its tracks. Now, he requests the, the feeble help and companionship from his disciples. Nick Fassett uh, uh, writes the following meditation from one of the three who were there with him that evening. He was scared. That much is certain. I've never seen him like it before. He always seemed so sure, so confident, so at ease with himself, even while he talked about death. And he had done that often enough. I really thought it didn't worry him, the way he had spoken. But this time it was different. So different. We'd just finished supper, and he seemed strangely preoccupied throughout. 
And so we weren't surprised when he suggested going out for a, a little air. A stroll to clear our heads, we had expected. But then he asked us to pray for him. And off he went alone into the darkness. Gone for ages, it seems. And when he came back, you should have seen him. Shaking like a leaf he was. Eyes wide with fear, sweating buckets. A right old state. We were shocked, I can tell you. It made us nervous just to look at him. And the tone of voice he used with us, just because we dozed off for a few minutes, I know he was hurt, but I ask you, it was past midnight. Three times he went off. Each time he came back the same, terrified. He was scared, make no mistake. It wasn't as easy as we all thought. Not easy at all. We're used to films and TV shows where the hero, alone and with his head held up high, will face death in, with stoic resignation. In the ancient world, they used to look up to the example of, of, of Socrates, who uh, not only accepted his fate of, of the death penalty, but even refused the offer of escape and told his friends to stop crying for him because he was going to a much to have a much better going to a much better place but here jesus is literally on the floor begging god to take away the cup the cup meaning the cup of god's wrath what does this tell us It tells us that Jesus was to undergo something so awful that he did not want to go through with it. This was not just the physical pain of crucifixion, as horrible as that was. He was going to be separated from his father. He was going to suffer the punishment we deserve, the cup of God's wrath. We cannot imagine it because he took it away from us. But he could see the darkness. He could see the power of hell about to attack. In his divinity, he foresaw it. But in his humanity, he shrunk from it. And so he asked his father to take the cup away. My father, if it's possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. Jesus had wrestled with the temptation of taking the easy path before when the devil had tempted him to use his position as the Son of God to gain the whole world. Now he asks the question, but he's willing to submit 
to his father's well. And he looks for the small comfort of companionship from his disciples. But they were fast asleep. They could not resist the comparatively small temptation. And so he says to them, Watch and pray, so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He prays twice more with an acceptance that if it is not possible for the cup to be taken away, then for God's will to be done. Jesus could have stopped his arrest and crucifixion any time. Later in the chapter, when one of his disciples tries to protect Jesus from the arresting officer with his sword, Jesus stops him and says, Do you think I cannot call on my Father and he will at once put at my disposal more than twelve legions of angels? But how then would Scripture be fulfilled that says it must happen in this way? No one else has faced the horror of what Jesus was to undergo on the cross. And knowing that he could have stopped it at any time. The pain, the humiliation, the mocking, the rejection, the loneliness. Above all, suffering the wrath meant for us and enduring abandonment by his own father. This is the bravest act in all eternity. To stand in our place, in our frail humanity, and to do it all for us. Words are so inadequate. Our minds cannot comprehend it. But we can learn from this glimpse that we are allowed into what it costs Jesus. How can we help but love someone who gave everything for us? Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we know the story of your death and resurrection so well that sometimes we forget what it actually involves. The sorrow, the uncertainty, the pain, and the fear. Yet you were human just as we are. The thought of what you had to endure just as awful for you as it would have been for us. You look to the future, trying to see beyond the cross, but tormented by inner dread. And yet, despite everything, you continued on your chosen path. Lord Jesus Christ, help us to realize the extent of your love. And to offer at least a little of ours in return. Amen.
For more information, please visit our website at abergavennybaptist.co.uk.